Hello, everybody, and welcome to the newest indoor adventure in Apocalypse Keys Part 3! The Missing Link, or I guess Mystery 3? The Missing Link Part 1! Today is October 22nd, 2023, and you are loved and that is a very important thing that we like to remind each and every single one of our viewers and listeners at the beginning of each and every single one of these games if this is your first time joining us you can go to youtube.com slash indoor adventures to check up on all of the vods of each of the games that we have played up until this point or you can go towards where anywhere audio casts are being made available for free you can find us there under the same moniker and speaking of things that are being made available for free if you go to patreon.com slash indoor adventures you can check up on our after show called nights in the courtyard where we answer questions not only from each other but also from the community so if you have any questions that you would like to ask myself or any of these other fine folk feel free to again join us at patreon.com slash indoor adventures but let's say you already support us on patreon you already support us on youtube and twitch and all of those other wonderful places and you're trying to think to yourself where can i go to help support this fantastic show even more well guess what acorns we got your back quite literally in fact because if you go to indooradventure.redbubble.com we got t-shirts we got posters we got mugs we got crop tops throw pillows shower curtains aprons clocks we even have face masks with the symbol of tiamat upon them designed by our very own cyberwolf 1201 where all of the proceeds of our merch is currently going to help support doctors without borders so, if you would like to help support a good cause, or possibly help support the show, you can again go to indooradventure.redbubble.com. That is indooradventure, no s at the end, .redbubble.com. But, that is it for my opening spiel. So, hey, Noir, who are you playing today? That's me! I had to find a meat button. Hi, I'm Noir. I go by he, they. Today, I'm playing Joe, who also goes by he, they. Uh, and we're gonna call some trouble. And solve a mystery on time this time, I do believe. But uh, that is me. Stop perceiving me now, and I'm passing it on. Hello, uh, I'm Anita. Uh, my pronouns are she, they. Uh, and tonight I am playing, uh, once again, uh, Din, who is uh, the last playbook and uh, uses any pronouns. Yeah, I'm very excited to get started. All right, that takes it over to me. Hey, everybody, it's me, Sir Hackalot. You know, I'm here, I'm on your screen, as per usual tonight. I am playing Eden, and the two of us use she, they pronouns, and she is the found playbook. Uh, that takes us back over to Endor. Hey, I'm the Endor Adventurer, he, him, and tonight I shall be playing as Lucius Alexander. We both, uh, he uses the he, they pronouns, uh, and we are the hungry. And that means it's my turn. Hey, everybody, I'm Sarah Roberts. Uh, normally, I have pink hair. No, I didn't dye it black. It just wouldn't cooperate, so I grabbed a wig today. Please don't make it weird. Uh, I use any pronouns, and today I will be playing the world around these wonderful people. And with that, we are going to go to our intro, so don't go to a place and enjoy this wonderful, wonderful piece of media that was made by Sir Heck. Enjoy! There are things that go bump in the night, and we are the ones who bump back.
Good morning, team. Sorry, no fun factoids today. We've got an emergency mission here, so I'll just get right to it. Location, Mysterious Outpost, Island Zero. Date, 3rd of September, 2023. Contact, Commander Fletcher Payne. Omen-class monsters. Assist Mysterious in searching for a missing Halimaw-class monster and their team pilot. Immediately rendezvous with Commander Fletcher Payne, former Halimaw pilot and commander of the outpost on Island Zero. Investigate the facility and island. Warning. Engage with Rift-class monsters only if necessary. Harbinger-class monsters have left evidence of possession of Halimaw and pilot. Find the door of power and contain it before the Harbinger claims ascension. Given the sensitive nature of this incident, we'll need to act swiftly but safely. Rift-class monsters aren't to be trifled with, so take care, everyone. has been turned on for me i missed everyone so much <laughs> it's been a hot minute i know we were gone mm -hmm. for so long well hey you know what? if we've been gone for so long do you want to give us a recap what did we do last time i would love to uh last time you all saved the world yet again holy cow uh, <laughs> uh, some things did get weird, did get a little wonky, but you did save the day and you returned home all to your respective places, greeted by, of course, Agent Yates. And as you all went off your separate ways, you had a bit of downtime and we got to see how Lucius started his returning home to find a package outside of his door once he completed his shower. And upon playing the record that was within the package, Don't Fear the Reaper began playing as the only tune on the track. And that is where we're actually going to pick up today before we go into our full-on mystery. Lucius, you're about halfway through the song. What do you do? Do you continue to let it play? Does he know that this is the only track? Like, it only has the markings for mm -hmm. one? Okay. Um, I think that he will let it play. It will. He will let it reach its natural conclusion. Um, but as he is listening, I think he will stand. Um, he will go to his uh, personal bar where he has his perfectly spherical ice cubes. Um, that he will then like make himself a nice drink um, to enjoy. He's, I think that with everything that's been going on, with the nature of how this thing came to be, he is giving this song more attention than he would otherwise because he doesn't know, he doesn't know whether or not this is part of a greater message or if this is the message so i think he is going to try and um i think he's going to try and and listen to it in its entirety even the dead space on the vinyl 
where it's normally just the needle drifting closer to the center. And I think that he is just going to wait until that side is done. Um, <laughs> and I, I think that he is very quiet throughout all of it. But I also think that there is... There are moments where he can't help but let his mind wander from everything that has happened, from having consumed the energy of this door that created a harbinger. He has not been well. He has not been doing well. And I think that as he takes a sit in his, in his chair that is next to that record player um to listen i think that as much as he would like to focus he sort of just can feel himself spiraling much in the same way that the needle tracks along the groove so is his mental process okay do you reach out to anyone about this i don't think he does i i don't think that he I don't think that he would specifically because of the nature of the hungry that he is. But he does have, he does start formulating his own questions because it is his belief that there is nothing more delicious than a secret. Oh. However, this is a secret of a gift that was given to him. So somebody else knows it. And that is leaving a very sour taste in his mouth. Because if it's like in, in his mind, you know, a good murder, you don't have any witnesses or anything like that. That's a delicious mm -hmm. secret that you can keep to yourself. But if somebody else knows, then it's not really a secret, even though it is being presented as one. Yeah, really isn't a secret anymore, is it? No. All right. Well, while you contemplate that, Joe, it's a few weeks after the last time you've been called in for a mission. What have you been up to? Um, I think there have been a number of anonymous donations to not religious organizations but organizations that are actually putting in the work i think okay. uh i think uh joe would have paid somebody to do the legwork of finding uh what's just a uh tax write-off and what's actually going to help people mm -hmm. uh and then just just dumps money into it uh and uh i think i think we catch up with Joe when he's after he's done this and he's praying. Uh in mm -hmm. the prayer it goes, Are we square now or do I have to keep this going? All right. And who is this prayer going to? Refresh our memory. It's going to uh, his old buddy that he used to follow around for a couple of summers during. <laughs> Your old buddy. Uh, he, you know, he, he used to call him uh, Joshua, but thanks to a number of terrible translations, partially by a Never mind. Uh, he, some folks call him Jesus, but he just he mm -hmm. still calls him by his old Arabic name. <laughs> OK. 
you say this prayer and you just hear a chuckle in the back of your head. We were square as soon as the, you made the choice to continue doing it. Something's never changed. Still the most enduring and infuriating individual that I will ever meet. All right. Fine. We're square then. Thanks. You are most definitely welcome. Stay safe, Joe. I wasn't the one that had a problem staying safe. All right. Um... Now, uh, let's dirty up this clean slate. <laughs> and he's gonna throw a, he's gonna throw a little little party at his house. It's okay. just it's just boozing all sorts of illicit activities happening. Oh, absolutely! What is Joe? What does Joe's house look like? I am really curious what you envision Joe's living situation to be. Joe has a loft condo in the heart uh -huh. of the city uh, with the ridiculously Ooh. high ceiling. Uh, and it's, it's almost like three floors in the loft, but the ceiling is only on the top one. <laughs> so like, it's, it's just, it's massive. It's, it screams, I have money. Uh, there's, it's, it's just ridiculously opulent and mm -hmm. slight. It's on the edge of gaudy. Okay. Okay. Definitely new money. <laughs> um, all right. You're throwing this rager and who do you invite? Do you even pay attention to the guest list or is Joe the kind of person that just walks out into the street and just throws flyers in the air and says free booze, come and get it. Joe knows the people that know how to spread the word for things. Okay. Uh, and the oh, I think the only thing that he would go, the only thing he would say is, "There's gonna be a party at my house. I want it to be very exclusive, high end clientele, and the password is sin." <laughs> okay. This party is in full swing. Some people you recognize, others you don't, and at one point. You notice that there is a woman who recently came through the door wearing a dress of sequins and pearls, chains of them strategically placed. Nothing is showing, but nothing is left to the imagination. She walks in with this outfit carrying a bag shaped like an apple and her nails are long and pointed her manicure is immaculate and her short black hair is cropped to the chin and perfectly straightened she looks expensive and she starts greeting all of your guests and making the rounds yeah um i think joe's gonna make his way down um, I mean, he's going full dirtbag. It's just like, it's just, it's full schmarmy. 
Uh, okay. He was going to walk over and go, uh, the theme of the party is sin. So which one are you? Well, obviously, I'm the first one. And she holds up the apple dangling from her shoulder. Oh, I see. I know somebody that would love to meet you. <laughs> really? How do you know I don't already know them? Are they here? They could be. Do you want them to be? I love meeting new people. I'm Aoife. And she holds out her hand to you. Uh, instinctually, he's just going to put his gloved hand in his pocket and offer the other one, Joe. Okay. My party, my place, my money. Then you are exactly the person I was looking for. So, Joe, tell me everything about this exquisite abode of yours. <laughs> Honestly, I wish I could, but I have quite a few of them. I don't even remember buying this one. Uh, yeah. Yes. I don't like to stay in one place. I tend to get in trouble. Well, then. Maybe we can take a walk around and discover the place together, and on the way, you can find me a drink. I have people for that. Snaps his finger! Like, it's a dude with the hors d'oeuvres and, like, the wine glasses. It's just gonna snap his fingers and then hand the drink off. Okay. Uh, okay, so as you are going about the party and uh, entertaining your new buddy. Uh, let's pop over to, let's see, let's go to Din next. Din, it's a few weeks after your last mission. What are you up to tonight? Uh, Din is out feeding the ducks. All right. Uh, where do you go to feed the ducks? Uh, there is this really nice little park that's got some old stone structures and uh, some nice benches. It's kind of very natural. There's a lot of wilderness nearby. Um, it's actually really close to uh, the zoo that's in the middle of the city. So you can like sometimes hear the, the, uh, the animals at the petting zoo. Okay. You are out feeding the ducks and uh, there's some leftover bagels from the break room that I stole. <laughs> they, you know, they were getting kind of, kind of hard at this point. They weren't going to be good, even with toasting them in the toaster oven. Um, it was, it was the right choice to take them and turn them into to duck feed. Uh, as you are out feeding the ducks, you see Agent Yates, um, dressed rather nicely, uh, out walking his dog. Across the pond from you. He doesn't seem to notice you yet. I think I'll just watch and just throw a couple more crumbs at the ducks and the geese. Uh, and I think Din has named all of them. Herbert, you can't keep asking for more. You've already got enough already. Let Eloise uh, have some. Uh, Herbert is not interested in sharing and as you try to shoo him away he begins to uh peck at the hem 
of your clothes. Maybe a shoelace if you have laces on your shoes. Herbert. He's very persistent. Okay, okay. Fine, I'll go say hi to Agent Yates. And I'll I'll stand and I'll throw I'll I'll throw a bagel so that <laughs> Herbert goes for it. Uh Herbert definitely goes after that bagel. He has won his prize. He is the victor uh in this battle. <laughs> um but as you as you make your way around, uh Agent Yates's dog is is doing the sniff circle, getting ready to to do some dog business. Uh and uh Yates uh looks up and smiles at you and oh <laughs> Din, hi, how's it how's it going? How's how's your uh how's your how's your night? How's it how's it been? Um it it's been eventful. Um Eloise uh has some new goslings. Eloise. The duck. The duck. Okay. For first a minute I thought that it well, was like a relative of Ryan Gosling, and I was like, that doesn't make sense because his fans are called Gosling. Eloise, but Eloise is actually a goose. Okay. Herbert that makes a lot more sense. The duck. Okay. Um Herbert's an asshole. You know, that kind of sounds like like an assholeish name, you know? That's um, why I so. named him Herbert. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, I like that naming convention. It's 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 very good. Um, Alphonse is a good uh, jerk name too. I found. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. I I don't know that I've ever met an Alphonse. I've met Perhaps three. I'll get around to it someday. Yeah. Never nice. No. Mm -mm. No. It's kind of like women named Tara. I've never met a nice oh, Tara. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> um, actually, I'm. I'm kind of glad that I ran into you um, without the others. I have, um, in like a week, I have a, they're sending me on a, on a business trip. Um, and I was, I was wondering if like, maybe you could, um, you know, just watch my dog. I, I would ask, um, I would ask Eden, but I ran into you first and I'm scared to ask Joe or Lucius to do anything. Probably wise. Um, yeah. Well, yes. Uh, Hello, canine. Uh, and his dog is at this point kicking some grass over their business uh, and comes up and sniffs you, uh, giving your giving your shoes and legs a good a good checkout. I did the handout. There's just a lick that goes up your hand. Uh, this uh, Agent Yates has a golden retriever. If anyone remembers if I named this dog and what I named it, um, speak now or I'm about to uh, rename it. Um, but uh, I'm pretty sure I didn't name the dog. I remember it's a golden retriever. Uh, but this, this golden retriever licks you and uh, he says, yeah, his, uh, his name's Larry. Hello. Is it short for like Lawrence or anything? No, just just Larry. Um, okay. Yeah, my ex thought it was would be a funny name for a dog because you know when you're human mad and yelling at something. Human names for you. animals are hilarious. That's why. It... Yeah, 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 yeah. Yelling, yelling, dang you, Larry! Why'd you chew my shoe at two in the morning? Has um, it's really hard to stay mad when mm. you're you're yelling at a dog named Larry, but um. Yeah, that would, I mean, it would be great. If it's not too much trouble, it should be just like a three-day thing. Um, does, does he like bagels? Or does he need different food? 
I have kibble for him that I I will give you. Um, it's it's actually pretty high end. He has a he has a delicate tummy, uh, so he has to have a a special diet. But um, yeah, just uh, just like uh, two walks a day. Um, if you if for some reason they call you out on a mission for something, um, he you can leave him probably with one of the the other folks at the the office. Um, he likes Nessie. He likes Nessie a lot. Um, little difficult for her to to watch him since you know her home's all water but um definitely oh, uh, he, what what type of dog is he a gold retriever yeah oh are, are, i remember someone telling me they were they're bred for uh retrieving waterfowl they are um so wouldn't he not like water no he loves water that's the problem oh okay. getting him out of if you find if he finds a puddle um or some mud um, keep oh, him away from muddy. Puddles. Look at the pond. Look at the dog, who's probably making an eye at the ducks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he is not allowed to be off leash here. Very fair. Mm -hmm. uh, but yes, I can definitely look after Larry that, for you. That would be that would be great. I I cannot thank you enough. Uh now, if you'll excuse me, I and uh, Agent Eight stands up straight and straights and straightens his tie. I have to get Larry home. Uh, I have a date, so. Uh, oh, um, have yeah, have a good excursion. It's a blind date, so it it it's a setup. That I don't. Why would you be? Do you cover your eyes for the date? No, no. Okay. Oh gosh, I forgot that you're a literal angel. Um. It's it's this thing that people do sometimes where they have their friends set them up with another friend um, that they haven't met before. And the friend that's setting it up is like, you'll both be really great together. And I think that you two should should meet and go have coffee. So I'm about to have coffee with a woman named Carol that I've never oh. met before. But I know that she has a Shih Tzu and likes... He looks at. I've never a met. Note on I've his never hand. met a young Carol. Yeah, neither have I. Maybe I that's interesting of me. I don't know what to expect, honestly. Um, I hear that she likes. I was told that she likes yoga and. Well, I can't read what that other thing is. I my hands are sweaty. Oh, yoga and some unknown second thing, and has mm -hmm. a shih tzu. Yep. Yeah, we were set up because we are dog lovers. So, uh, I'll, uh, I'll see, I'll see you, uh, I'll see you around the office, right? Yeah. Um, will you be bringing Larry to the offices? I, I, that's where I live. Yes. Yes. Um, he is allowed in the office. He does have clearance. Okay. There's actual paperwork uh, for a dog. Yeah. You have both sentient and non sentient. So there's, there's that. All right. I sort of, I sort of ask, Larry, you have all the requisite badges. Larry good, is just good. staring at you, panting. <laughs> good boy. He gives you a paw. Oh, well, we have we have concluded our business transaction. Uh, I'll give Larry like this little like hesitant pet and scratch behind the ear. The transaction is complete. Good day to you both. <laughs> <laughs>
uh yates will yates will do the the midwestern goodbye where he just like kind of keeps awkwardly like talking and shuffling further and further away until he's actually gone uh from from this exchange uh let's hop over to eden yeah um what time of night is it just curious um it's probably uh early evening we'll say okay um yeah because like i had a very similar idea of like eden would absolutely have like uh you know either like apartment condo whatever as close as she could get to the park as possible mm-hmm. um it was like man she she loves the zoo and all of that um so going to the museum so somewhere kind of in that vicinity um and my knee-jerk reaction for her at least um was that she wants to take up stargazing um just looking um up into the sky and like seeing if she can figure out what um has changed versus uh what hasn't over very long periods of time from what Mm -hmm. she can at least try to remember i know it's her memory is kind of hazy about um what it looked like before um yeah she's just gonna be stargazing probably fantastic uh you're out stargazing and as you are you the stars don't feel familiar in the way that you want them to it's been so long they've changed so much just like the rest of this place and as you sit there gazing up at them You see one streak across the sky, but it's the wrong color. It's green and red. I don't know if he knows what to do with that. Um, Yeah, I think she would do like what she can to like look up like what does that mean probably finding Mm -hmm. no results for it yeah Um, you you don't find anything on the internet and from the trajectory it seems like it's landing somewhere in town oh i super don't like that that's probably dangerous yeah i think she would follow it to the best of her ability i mean buildings Mm -hmm. are tall so that might be kind of hard but um she would do what she can or like if Mm -hmm. um she thinks she can't navigate like from the ground um i think she absolutely would have the ability to just like either like glide from like you know top of building to top of building um to get over uh as you do this you cross through the park area and uh didn't if you if you saw eden crossing through the park do you think you'd stop them i think uh i'd probably wave mm-hmm. at eden oh yeah if, if eden saw Din, like she would absolutely mm-hmm. stop yeah hey i didn't know you came to the park uh, yes, I, f- I feed the ducks and the geese. Oh. Uh, well, I thought they really I, liked that. I entered a business transaction with Larry. Oh, yeah, Larry. I, it's, please tell me he gave you a fair deal. Uh, he gave me a paw shake 
uh, and I am to feed him for three days. You know, fair enough. And Where's Yates going? Marked my hand. Uh, a, a date? Oh. What brings you to? Well, I mean, of course, you 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 like natural places. Yeah, I'm here a lot, but I'm actually just crossing through. Um, and she's like, I'm looking back up at the sky, like, where did it go? Um, there was this star that looked really weird, like a shooting star, except it wasn't like that whitish color. It was like green and red and looks like it was more like coming towards, you know, the ground, uh, which I don't think that's where it should be going. Are you sure it wasn't fireworks? Mm, no, there's just like one big thing, not the. Oh, which direction did you see it? I can accompany you. That'd be great. I think it's this way. I have really no idea what to expect, but it's probably weird. Well, um, if you expect trouble, I am armed. I could expect nothing less of you. It is a big city. Mm -hmm. All right, we're gonna follow it. Okay. What's going on? <laughs> As you two uh, head into the city, once Simon gets his ears on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's been a few weeks, Lucius. Okay. What are you up to tonight? Um, I think that if Joe had invited Lucius to said party. Um, I think that he would go. I, I think that normally okay. he is not necessarily one to want to join in on these things, but he has been in his own head for about two weeks now. Uh, so joining Joe for what is sure to be a night of getting out of your mind uh, sounds like a much more... Uh, uh, pleasant experience that and there is usually some interpersonal drama that appears one way or another at joe's parties and that's like prime feeding ground like i might as well treat myself a little bit all right so you're heading to the party you make it there joe is there any sort of like security at the door that lucius would have to get past uh yeah. Um there's just <laughs> I, there's like one guy for show who's just like all big and muscles. Uh but then there's the really dangerous guy, which is just this bland looking dude in a suit. <laughs> that's okay. the that's the one that'll actually kill you. Uh and uh they'll give anybody a problem unless they know the password, which is Sid. Okay. And did you let the group know that that was the passcode? Mm -hmm. Okay, sounds good. Uh, in 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 Lucius' case, Joe would never send you a direct invitation, but he would make sure that an invitation found its way to you. That he heard about it yeah. in some way or another. Okay, okay. He he would never be so considerate as to go, "Hey, you're my friend. Here's the party." Yeah. <laughs> I think that I like the idea that um, Lucius goes up and they ask for the passcode and he has this moment of just like, nobody said anything about a passcode. 
So, but he like rolls his eyes a little bit and just says sin. As that's like the standard, like Joe's like typical, like ABC one, two, three, admin one, two, three. Like that's like his go-to is just sin. It's, it's usually sin. A, yeah, it's yeah. usually sin of thirty pieces. You know, I I don't I like I don't like to stray too far from the hits. Like you've been around, you've been alive for so long, you forget a lot of things. But like, it's fine. So yeah, I think that Lucius will will uh, speak the speak the phrase and enter. Okay, you make your way into the party, and it is. It is in full swing still. It's been, it looks like it's been going for a while. There are people everywhere. This place is, it's nicely decorated, not to your taste. There could be more leather armchairs here. There could be, you know, some high-end stereo equipment here, uh, but it's, it's, it's very flashy. Um, and where would Lucius look to find Joe currently? I am going to guess, like, if it's Lucius looking to try and find Joe, um, because it's a, a three-tier suite, but of course, like, the top tier got removed, so that way you could have even higher vaulted ceilings. I think he's looking up, and there's, like, that, like, a balcony for you to just sort of lean on with a little table next to it to entertain guests while you Get speak, out of my head, bro! But to still, like, look down <laughs> at all of the party goers. In my mind, the apartment that you described was the apartment that they had in Arrow, like post season, uh, like three. Yes. Yep. <laughs> yep, yep. Where it's ostentatious, almost a touch to gaudy, but like just. Where there's like tile glass. Yes. For no reason. <laughs> no reason that there's tile glass here. Uh, that so like it is that upper balcony. I think that Lucius just sort of gives the like. The, like, Leo DiCaprio from Great Gatsby, like, raises the glass, like, hmm. Just give one back. And, uh, I'm, oh, God, he's such a piece of garbage. He's gonna, like, like, gesture to his friend, um, Aoife, and kind of beckon, uh, Lucius up, like, hey, come meet this person there, interesting. Yeah, uh, Lucius, you look up and you see a woman who is decked out in probably one of the most expensive garments in the room. Uh, and uh, she is just smiling pleasantly to you. Okay. Very happy to be arm candy, apparently. Uh, just a second. Do, 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 mm -hmm. do. Um... When I first encounter a named NPC or faction, I would like to use I Remember the Taste of You. Okay. Uh, which Ew. is, I may declare that the remnants within me recognize them when I do spend darkness and roll. Um, okay. So I think I, I would like to wait for this moment where like he, like, he goes up, he's next to Joe. Uh, and Joe, you introduce her. Obviously, Lucius will like do like if she extends a hand, he will take it and like give the give the uh, the flat of the hand a small smooch. Mm -hmm. uh, and when I do, <laughs> let's see if I remember that taste. Um, I do. Nom nom nom. I do not have any darkness <laughs> to roll with it, so there's going to be a flat roll. Uh, that is a six, uh, which is they know about the remnants within me and the power of my hunger. They will immediately place me into a vulnerable position. The keeper will tell me what happens next. 
You go to kiss Eva's hand, but the kiss doesn't fully connect as she takes your arm and ratchets it, ratchets it the other way, twisting you around, and you are belly against the railing with your arm behind your back. <laughs> Next time I prefer if you asked first. <laughs> and he just says, consent is key. And will sort of like try and like flex his way out of it a little bit. She'll let you out. And, and I she think just smiles. She smiles at Joe and goes, "That was fun." <laughs> and Lucius will like shake, like roll his shoulder where it got turned around, uh, and he'll pull out his handkerchief and start wiping his hands and say. If you'll excuse me, it appears as if I uh, have committed what is known as a party foul and spilled my drink upon myself. Uh, Joe, uh, you keep pleasant company, as <laughs> always. And then we'll just like continue wiping his hands, rolling his shoulder a little bit as he walks away. <laughs> oh, I do think that I like you, Aoife. I think Aww. I like you very much. <laughs> Thank you. So, where's this pool table you told me about? I believe it's on the second floor. Let's make our way to the elevator. Excellent. I take it you're a gambling man? On occasion. What are hmm. you trying to wager? Hmm... If I win, you have to give me that jacket you're wearing. I'm forward. Okay. All right. And should I win, what would I get? You get to pick. I picked. Hmm. I do like that purse. That bag. <sighs> I think I know someone that would find it quite amusing all right it's a deal very well all right and as you two head off to go play pool let's slide back over to eden and din you two follow this streak in the sky heading towards the city deeper into the city you're ending up in a familiar neighborhood mm. and as you turn one of the corners, you see a glowing scorch mark on the pavement where something has hit. There's a bit of cracking, spider webbing out from the impact, but it's not so deep that, excuse me, it's not so deep that a car wouldn't be able to drive over it without noticing it. It could just be another pothole. It happens. And as you begin looking around, Moving around the corner of one of the buildings, two blocks down, you see the after image of a woman in overalls with long curly red hair. Professor? Are you shouting? Uh, about two blocks away. Does, do I only see one arm on this person? You do. 
I'm going to run up to them. Okay. You make it to the corner as the after image is fading. And you see more after images of the professor leading down this alleyway and disappearing into the open bay of a building. That was the professor, right? Absolutely. I mean, no one else leaves a literal trail like that. And uh, I, I seem to recall removing that arm, yes. That too. That too. That, that's, that's a harbinger, correct? Probably still. I mean, I don't know why she wouldn't be at this point. We, we gotta move. Yeah. Should we call should somebody? We, we should probably call for backup. Yes. Mm. Um, Yates is on a date, so I, I... I'm going to do you have a phone? Yeah. Can can you just text Yates? And yeah. Just <laughs> you gotta let, text Yates. Gotta text the group let, chat. Let him. Let the group chat know what's going on. Mm -hmm. I think. And then, uh, Din is going to reach into the void that is it like unzip the hoodie and like reach into the void of their chest and pull out this flaming sword and zip it back up all right should we wait for backup or should we just go in i feel like she's gonna get away if we wait too long yes well okay and then i'm going to head into the the garage okay you head in following these faded after images. You still can't see the professor that creates them. They're, she's too far ahead of you. But as you follow this trail of people, they, they go up and up and up and up. And as you move up this building, you start to hear music. You start to hear the sounds of people, of a party happening high above you. And as you get to the fourth, fifth, sixth floor, then you notice that the after images are turning to face you. And the final after image you see that disappears around a corner appears to be peeking back at you, smiling, and waving. As the two of you round this corner, there's nothing but an empty hall. There's no way that that was her, right? She's toying with us. Hmm. Do you think she summoned another door? I mean, maybe, but let's see if I can figure it out. Um, I am going to go ahead and use one of my moves. Um, okay. I'm going to go ahead and use um, Walk With Me in Dreams. Um, mm -hmm. You've learned how to travel through the portals that connect all dreamers, even locations, objects, and harbingers dream. Um, 
when you seek or when you seek out insight or wisdom and dreams spend darkness tokens and roll um so let's see if i uh if i figure anything out i'm gonna go ahead and oh i still have a darkness token so i'm gonna go ahead and use one oh no that's a miss there's okay. nothing i can do about that one uh that's a four for those of you at home um okay so on a miss um mm -hmm. the dream comes alive and leaks violently out into the world the keeper will tell you what happens next oh boy so you're trying to go into the professor's dreams correct um either that or even like just this building because like you know, if she's hiding somewhere in this location, like, it's going to be able to tell me where. Okay. So you're you're going into the, it can go into the building itself or the people? Yeah, like, the even, even locations. Like, I can okay. ask questions about the location. Okay. You focus in. On the professor. But the history of the building itself comes up to greet you. And as you are looking for this scientist with your ability, you instead come into a former residence dream a mobster. Popping into existence, out of time, their gun drawn, and looking for their getaway. And the two of you are in their way. Sword. <laughs> Get out of my way, honey. <laughs> Would I be able to just cut this dream? This, this dream bobster down? <laughs> yeah, what are you broads doing down here? Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing down here? Did, did Big Tommy send you? <laughs> I don't watch many mob movies. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's all oh, good. This is great. This is the best. Well, that's um, not what I was expecting to happen. Does he just, like, run past them? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, it looks like you two are thinking, so I'm giving you a minute before he starts shooting and running. <laughs> He's gonna start running and gunning. I think I'm just going to... Um, oh. uh, I think uh, I would like to attempt one of my moves. Okay. But knowing that Eden has, has summoned this out of the the space between spaces in mm -hmm. dreams um i'd like to recall a way to unsummon it using ashes to ashes okay gosh this dream person is just having a rough day <laughs> <laughs> first they exist then they don't just just a way to dismiss the mm -hmm. the apparition all right um okay i'm gonna i'm gonna spend um, I'm gonna spend and roll. Uh, I don't have any darkness at the moment, so 
Let's roll. I'm not used That's to y'all not hit. having darkness to spend. Perfect hit. Okay, That's so what happens on a perfect hit? You just poof them out of existence? Uh, so I can recall ancient uh, knowledge. I can ask the Keeper a question and they'll answer it with honesty and great detail. Mm -hmm. uh, I can also awaken a latent ability within, uh, choose power of darkness from another playbook and have access to it. Uh, mm -hmm. I can also recognize signs uh, of portent. I get to choose two. Um, uh, I can see a fractured memory in the face of another monster, declare what uh, that memory is, and gain one bond with them. And I can recognize signs of portent hanging over your fellow monsters. Each PC will gain a darkness token. So I'd like to recall the ancient knowledge on mm -hmm. how to dismiss this entity. Okay. Um, and then I would like to see the fractured memory in the face of this ghost. Okay. Uh, the fractured memory in the face of this ghost. This is a heist gone wrong, and they are trying to get away. They gave the wrong info to someone they shouldn't have, and now there is a hit on them. So they are trying to make their way out of the building before they are caught and killed. Um, the way to get rid of them could probably just launch some salt at them winchester style i, I don't have any holy water no i mean i think i'm just going to take a moment uh, as a, a being of an angel of the lord and a being of holiness i think i'm just going to touch him on the chest and just say it's all okay and then just say you're work on this plane is done and just dismiss him that way okay as you do this i feel I, like you may I would glow like, with the... i don't know i i know yeah, that's I, cool I, I i gained a bond with this npc so if i have to i can just <laughs> bye <laughs> get out of here um yeah no you fully dismiss him it's this like what was the what was the movie with Jennifer Love Hewitt where she could talk to ghosts and they would just like glow and like oh it's like the ghost whisperer there's a t yeah. there's a TV show it's, too it's a ghost whisperer moment you you yeah. full on Jennifer Love Hewitt uh, yeah. this guy and he j he walks off peacefully into the light um, to wherever that may be well it it might be a little bit of hellfire we'll find out it could be it could be I can I, I know a guy. <laughs> <laughs> you know a guy gonna call uh joe's tormentor and be like hey yeah you meet any mobsters recently um <laughs> yeah you are you are you have successfully gotten rid of the disastrous result of hex roll and as you look about and you hear the music you both realize you're in joe's building you think she should be or she could be going up into the party well that would be one way that she could mess with us oh <sighs> we're in the neighborhood we may as well check right uh, i mean i'm not really dressed for a party but okay eh, it'll be fine I'm, I'm dressed for feeding ducks what is Din's oh, outfit? Uh, Din's dressed in, uh, has uh, like a black hoodie that's like hood up because Din's face is very unsettling to regular humans. Uh, so tries to keep that covered as much as she can uh, and uh, is wearing just like 
uh, I think like yoga pants. Uh, and okay. is still carrying a grocery bag that might have a, a stale bagel in it or two. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. perfect. Yeah, you two um, head upstairs and uh, you can take the elevator. Let me just find a place for the bagels. <laughs> I set them down inside the elevator. <laughs> There's stale bagels in the elevator now. That's fine. Um, I'm sure the elevator has seen weirder things left in it. They're um, Chekhov's stale bagels. They'll be more relevant in the third exactly. act. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's the point. Um, as you are going up, you make it up to Joe's, uh, to Joe's apartment. And outside the door are the two security people. Uh, did you two get the password? Did we? Sin. <laughs> the bouncer at the door <laughs> nods and lets you through. There's a velvet rope, actually. Like, it, like, unclicks and, like, you're allowed to pass through and then it clicks shut. I, I don't know why there's one there. It's just extra, even though there's, like, an actual physical door. Um, but it's there. Uh, and you head on in to this party. Um, the music is playing. The DJ is wonderful. There are drinks, uh, people dancing everywhere, lots of folks talking. It's very loud. Um, and uh, you can go about searching for Joe. Now, Joe, you and Aoife mm -hmm. are playing pool. I don't have a dice game for pool. However, we can do this. Okay. Let's do a D20 roll-off. Do you have a D20 handy? Yes, I do. So I'm going to say best out of three. All right. Wins the pool game. Okay. I rolled uh, all see. my three right here. So my first one is 15. Okay. Aoife's first one is two. <laughs> What's your second one? Seven. It's also a seven. <laughs> Third one is 17. 17? That's a nine. I am going to throw away this die. Um, but you, <laughs> you sweep uh, Aoife in this. It's almost as though she's never actually played pool before. She is horrible. Nothing is going her way. Um, but she's a great sport about it, and she does take her ID and her lipstick out of the bag and then hand it over to you. It is the bag that's shaped like a, like the forbidden like, fruit, right? Yeah, like an apple. <laughs> it's, Thank uh, you so much. It actually comes apart uh, in half, and uh, it has a like gold chain uh, for the strap on it, and there's a little... You're not sure. You're not sure if it's a diamond or if it's just really expensive cubic zirconia uh, in the leaf that comes off the stem of the apple. Uh, fair is fair. I can always get another one. I have no doubt. I was almost remiss to see you parted from it, but I do like my thing. So hmm. perhaps sometime I might be able to give you lessons in the pool if you'd like. I may just take you up on that.
and you as you're too good to be true i'm wondering when the other foot's gonna drop with you eva <laughs> well i could say the same about you joe <laughs> a handsome guy in this lovely apartment all this money all of these friends there has to be something wrong with you well, let's just say, if you're the first sin, I'm the worst one. Your taxes. <laughs> In a way. Oh, you're that Sarah McLaughlin song that plays during the ASPCA commercial. Is that it? Oh, you no. wrote that song, didn't you? That was it. No, mm -hmm. no, perhaps I should change it to the second worst now that you mentioned that. <laughs> 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 uh, and she gives this light melodic laugh as um it's like that it's like that like practiced rich person laugh yeah, uh, gonna, and go ahead i'm gonna use a move here okay I, i'm uh, i'm gonna do a reveal your heart all right <laughs> uh and he's gonna he's gonna say uh what if actually did commit an atrocity would you hmm. still think i'd be so interesting did you have a good reason for doing it like money we all have to make our fortune somehow And what about you? What is your worst sin? My worst sin. Hmm. I suppose it would have to be, I don't know, is being too trusting a sin? I can say that I've never been on the other side of that situation, so I genuinely don't know. I don't trust <laughs> anyone. <laughs> oh, well, we'll have to change that. And as you're having this conversation, you see uh, Eden and Din down below walking in. <laughs> uh He's literally just going to go, Eden, and throw the bag down. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> just going to look up. It's not like a football throw. It's more like, her, yeah. this is who it was for, fuck. I'll be freaking. <laughs> <laughs> Catches like right before it smacks her in the face. <laughs> oh, there you are, Joe. Actually, and, I, I thought I'd have to look around a little bit more. And Eden, as you say this, and you see the woman standing next to Joe in her immaculate outfit, smiling, laughing, you see the woman who introduced herself to you as the curator. And that is where we're going to go to break today, I think. 
<laughs> that's a call. Oh, no. Oh. All right, we're going to try and be back in five to ten minutes. Don't go no place unless it's to grab a food, grab a drink, grab a friend, or hold on to something because we are going to be back shortly. All right, everybody, see you soon. Hey, bye. Uh, we're back. Hello, everybody. I am still feeling amped and not okay from the cliffhanger where we last left off. Hey, Sarah, take us away. So, last we left off, Eden, you had a apple-shaped bag hucked at your face, catching it before it does any damage. And as you look up, you see the person whose name tag previously read the curator standing next to Joe in an immaculate, expensive outfit, smiling and waving. Yeah, I mean, knowing Eden, like, us as players were like, oh, she's so suspicious, but, like, Eden would be like, oh, hey, you know, small world. Do you go up? Yeah, I think I would. Mm -hmm. As you all come together, she greets you all. Eden, right? We met, what was yeah. it, a couple weeks ago? natural yeah. history museum natural history museum um and i know you're the curator but i don't think i got your name Ifa. it's a pleasure to meet you you too joe here just swindled me out of a bag absolute pool shark and she what points to the apple bag that's in your hand oh well, it's very pretty, and I didn't know you liked pool, Joe. I like winning. Isn't yeah. he just delightful? <laughs> <laughs> Shares the same giggle. Yeah. I haven't had this many nice things said about me in some time. Forgive me if I'm taken aback. We could move you towards a fainting couch if you feel like you're going to swoon. Only if you promise to catch me. <laughs> That's what the couch is for. I'm not catching <laughs> anything in this. Attention. You are definitely catching attention. <laughs> <laughs> so, how do you two know each <clears throat> other? Work. We work together. Handling accounts, clients. We're something of a hedge fund. <laughs> oh, it's all starting to make sense. And who is this over here? Oh, Din, the quiet one. Din has uh, the hood down uh, and is desperately like feeling completely out of place in this circumstance. Din, that's me. Uh, uh, sorry, we were out on a, a walk and uh, ended up in the neighborhood. Would you like someone to uh, check your bag? 
Oh no, the bagels are in the elevator, remember? Uh, okay. <laughs> we left the bagel bag in the elevator. <laughs> okay. No, speaking of um, you know, managing accounts and clients and everything, um Joe, I think I saw one of our previous clients um wondering about in the neighborhood as well. Um you seen have you seen them? Unless they have an invitation to my party, I have not seen anyone that we have dealt with in our cases here. Hmm. Um, excuse me. Uh, and uh, Din is going to just try and find a space because there is a lot of people and Din does not look very human and there's People can, you know, get maybe a little too close. It's going to try and find just like a quiet corner. You can totally attempt to do that. Uh, it's. I was going to say there's probably there... like a smoker's balcony mm -hmm. or something like that if you wanted to go outside even. Yeah. Honestly, the fact that you don't look human probably has a lot of his guests. <laughs> it's like interest. Like, where did you get Is your Is there a Cirque du Soleil performer here tonight? <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> but yeah, the hood is up and like obscuring the, the fact that the eyes are too wide and too creepy. And the face it looks like cracked porcelain. All uh, right. Try and find the, the smoker's balcony, which... Uh, Lucius, uh, would Lucius be out there already, probably? Yeah. Uh, nursing some wounds? He is, he does not smoke himself, but smokers gossip, so their tensions ride high a lot of the time, and he just likes to, like, passively take from that. It's a nice, it's a nice seasoned flavor, uh, when smokers gossip. You do get some of that, like, liquid smoke addition to it, uh, as far as a flavor note. So I think he's out there, but he is pointedly just, like, flicking a Zippo open, closing it. Um, and I think that when he sees you, he, uh, he, or I don't think that he would have been doing that, um, because y'all had sent a text message earlier. So I think he's probably like outside on a Blackberry, like looking through and then sees it. And you see that there's like a look of confusion. He puts it into his pocket, goes to turn, and then he sees you standing there, didn't sort of like takes a step back and just. Is everything okay? Not particularly. You can say that again. There's somebody who likes Joe in there. Well, that's terrifying. Joe doesn't let people like him. Uh, and I think that uh, Lucius will sort of just like... There is a, a an inward chuckle of just like, yeah. No, very true. Um, and then says, um, I'm assuming... I, I suppose that's not fair, necessarily. Joe likes the attention. After the stunt that he pulled in the... Close. After the stunt that he pulled in the Philippines, I'm not surprised. Um, and... I was... The professor came into this building 
the one from the research facility. I see. Has anyone else seen her? She was just, unstable just the last time that we saw her. Eden saw her, mm. and we followed her after images here to a dead end. But she knew we were following her. She waved before disappearing. I will applaud you for your bravery and courage. Because if an enemy of mine lured me into a building with a come over here finger wag and I decided to go deeper into that building, um, it would either be considered stupid or it would be considered courageous. So congratulations on your courage. Uh, I, I find that the two generally go hand in hand. I see. That being said, I do not like this place. Ugh, there's too many people. Hmm. Are you sitting unwell with the professor disappearing? Quite. If you would not mind the company, I would be willing to go and scan more thoroughly for the floors. And as you say this, all four of you get an urgent message from Division. Your presence is requested immediately at the base. You have five minutes. Well, I suppose the party's over then. And it couldn't be a better time. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. Lucius and uh, Lucius mm -hmm. will follow Din. Because I assume that Din probably walks faster than Lucius does. Probably. Din <laughs> begins to head for the exit immediately. Yep. This is, this is like the saving grace that did needed to leave this party. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I should pick up my bagels on the way out. Uh, Eden and Joe, you get this message as well from Division. Oh, gotta hate on-call hours, huh? Hmm. Oh, well and good, I suppose I should do my job as host. Is everything all right? We have to head to the office, so here's my card. Um, the oh. words that I say to everyone else. I only mean it slightly less in your direction. Now, if you'd excuse me, and I'm going to walk to the balcony, he'd just go, everyone get the fuck out. <laughs> hmm. Is he always this pleasant of a host? 
It depends on if we're on call for work or not, honestly. Hmm. Well, hopefully everything at the hedge fund office goes well. You should all come by the uh, museum sometime. Of course, I was thinking about going back, but you know, the mm -hmm. operating hours and everything. Hmm. Yes, that could be difficult. Here is my card and uh eden she will hand you her card it just says Eva and a phone number anytime you want to come by the uh museum let me know business hours or not well great thanks mm -hmm. enjoy your night and mm -hmm. she will walk past you and start heading out with the crowd can't hear you, Noir. He just says, I'm going to kill whoever this Harbinger is. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, but Joe, you are able to empty out the apartment, get everyone out. Uh, you can all head into HQ. And once you arrive at the meeting room, there is a beraggled looking uh, Agent Yates they're waiting for you. Uh, his dog is uh, laying next to the uh, presentation desk in the room. Uh, hi, sorry for the, I got your message earlier and we have people looking into uh, the professor's whereabouts, uh, but they, they want me to send you off. Uh, there's been, uh, uh, we're being called in to help with something and uh, they, decided that you four were the best uh to send right um i look at larry i'm not larry i won't be able to babysit you i suppose uh well hopefully it'll be you know just like a just like a, a like a two-day thing and you'll be back in time if not um i will definitely find someone else um i hope but, so uh, um yeah and i sort of pass like some handwritten notes to Yates notes on what happened with the professor um all right I will I will get these submitted immediately um but first uh where are they gave me a pamphlet hang on uh and Yates will uh talk you through what the mission is that you are being sent on Omen class monsters assist mysterious in searching for a Halimon class monster and their pilot. Immediately rendezvous with Commander Fletcher Payne, former Halima pilot and commander of the outpost on Island Zero. Investigate the facility and island. Warning: engaging with Rift class monsters only if necessary. Harbinger class monster has left evidence of possession of Halima and pilot. Find the door of power and contain it before the harbinger claims ascension. Yates goes on to explain that uh, on September 13th, just a few days ago, the unthinkable happened. Scientists and engineers were experimenting on an ancient monster. Uh, oh, sorry. Uh, in where you are heading to, this is backstory. Sorry. I got ahead of myself. 
Uh, on September 13th, 2000, the unthinkable happened. Uh, scientists and engineers experimenting on an ancient slumbering uh, monster in the heart of an inactive volcano deep underwater awakened from its millennia-long sleep. The monster screamed and tore through the reality with its power. In the wake of its anger, a permanent wound bleeds between worlds. This interdimensional scar is where you are heading. It is the opening to a nightmare realm. Colossal rift monsters come through, each capable of destroying entire cities within hours. These monsters can only be stopped by other monsters like them. If even one gets through, it would mean the start of the apocalypse. Island Zero is not on any maps, and it never will be. It is an island filled with larger-than-life monsters and the teenagers who are psychically connected to them. It is an island that is lush and full of life, but also fraught with peril. Together, these monsters and teens must use highly experimental technology to guard the boundaries of our world and push back all threats. They are part of a war that will never end. Together, they are pilots and Helima. One teen connected to the Helima. Once the teen is connected to the Helima, they are forever changed. When the teen becomes an adult, they change in unpredictable ways all lose their ability to connect to their Halima, thus unable to continue piloting. Some show signs of mutations, new abilities, or physical features that can't be explained by science. Very few even become, uh, very few even become rift monsters themselves, eventually growing colossal in size, losing most of their memories and the ability to speak. Every few years, there are new recruits, new youths who must take on this burden. Despite years of development and research, only teenagers are capable of connecting to the Halima and piloting them. There are no other physical indicators of a teen's ability to, to be a pilot, nothing within their DNA or social background that determines their capabilities. Mysterious employs skilled psionics uh, to walk through dreams and find teens that can emotionally connect to the Halima. Thus, an organization was created to ensure the pilots and Halima would protect the world. The Mechanized Youth Squad of Technical Acantological Research, Investigation, and Operation, a branch of Unity Security, better known as Mysterious. Agent Yates goes on to explain that Division has close ties to Mysterious, given the nature of what they do and what is required to protect the location. One of their pilots and their Halima has gone missing, and signs of the apocalypse have been found. And Mysterious is turning to you for, for help. You'll be leaving immediately. There is a portal and then a helicopter waiting to take you to the island. You are never to disclose its location. And you are to never speak of anything on the island to anyone who has not already gained clearance. Is that clear, everyone? Crystal. Okay. To be quite honest, it's a little blurry, but that's because I had a copious amounts of alcohol before coming here. <clears throat> well, good news is you're not driving. Also, here I brought cookies from the cafe. There, um, there, there's a peanut butter a snickerdoodle. Uh, I got just one of each. There's a chocolate chunk. There's, uh, I think this is white chocolate macadamia. Are there any oatmeal cookies? Oatmeal uh, raisin cookies? Yes. 
And they make it the, the good way with molasses in it, not the icky way. No. Just gonna take all the oatmeal <laughs> raisin. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's like two of each that he brought in. Because uh, he, he never shows up without a snack. Um, but he does escort you down to the portal room to take you to the portal that you'll be going out of uh, with Larry, the golden retriever, close at his heels. Um, and uh, you are sent through a portal uh, to South America, and then you jump into a helicopter that takes you out into the ocean to the island. It's strange, the helicopter portion of the ride. You can see the island coming closer, and from your experience, it should only be 20 minutes to get to it, but it feels like hours. You pass through several points where you see the island being surrounded by ships and structures that have been built been built into the ocean and on them you see people in robes chanting and you push through these different uh, rings around the island and you push through the magic that is cloaking it from the rest of the world and it feels like you are walking through weighted air you can't reach out and touch anything but it is pushing you back it is oppressive and then suddenly you break through the first ring and everyone in the helicopter lurches forward as it regains its balance and it happens again and again until you finally break through the final ring and you see the island and it's like the um it's like that scene from jurassic park when they're flying into the island and seeing all of the uh dinosaurs down below them there are creatures growing on this tropical island that there is a purple alligator that you pass by there is a um what are the what are the little marsupials with the really big eyes chinchillas or like an eye eye no are you talking like an eye eye yeah um there are those but they are the size of a gorilla it's a proto sloth. <laughs> uh, Are you thinking tarsiers? Tarsiers have the really big eyes. We'll go. We'll go with either one. Okay, because okay. like both of those are primates and not marsupials either, but it's fine. Oh well. Sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I got the animals wrong with the animal person at the table. I'm leaving. <laughs> Hey, it's fine. I know how eggs are made now, thanks to Heck. So, yeah. <laughs> um, okay. You finally, <laughs> you finally make it to the island. Um, and you are greeted by Commander Fletcher Payne. Uh, let me pull up his. Where's my NPCs? Nope, that's a howler. <clears throat> Here is Commander Fletcher Payne. Uh, Commander Payne uses a cane to compensate for a noticeable limp as he walks towards you. They have a steady gaze and uh, they greet the pilot 
that is dropping you off here as they jump out and you could swear that they say they say a dad joke but no one laughs it's just like an it's it's an accepted fact rather than a joke uh and we have a few establishing questions here at this point can someone roll me 1d4 and the shoot-off begins. Who's it going to be? It's I rolled a four. Oh, thank you. Beat roll me. a four? Okay, so that's Lucius. Oh. oh no. Fletcher Payne was the very first team pilot uh, to pilot a Halima, but his mutations ended his piloting career. You were there during his last mission. What did, uh, what did they protect you from? Why are you the only one who knows about their mutation? I want to think that their Halima link uh, protected me uh, from a door of some sort. I think that I mm -hmm. think that Lucius, even though he is considered like one of the go-to people to help stop these things, I think that if you look at his track record, he probably has more failures keeping these doors from opening than uh, from the other party members. Not for a lack of trying, but I think it is very much kind of like how he ate the previous door. I think that he always tries to get as close as possible um, to that overall process. And I think that um, Commander uh, Fletcher, I think that they were maybe on a mission together um, when Lucius was much younger uh still in um still in the uh division but when um when they like defended it they died tm but what happened was that the halima and the body there ended up dying from its corpse there was like a large bubbling cyst that ended up busting open and it was Fletcher Payne as he was, like not 20 feet away, but now they themselves are a mix of like Halima and human. They're in that like halfway point having gained abilities from both. Um, and knowing that, uh, knowing that most likely what would happen is that even though Division, Mysterious, uh, Unity, we're all cool, companies and individuals here given mm -hmm. the opportunity to diagnose address find out how this is all possible um pain would not have been able to lead a, even a normal life under division rules it would be mm -hmm. he would just be hooked up to machines and running tests for the rest of his life um so i think that he and lucius shared a secret uh, of the events of that day and Lucius disposed of the body in the only way that Lucius knows how. Okay. Then you would also know this, that their Halima, Electra Rogue, although you can consume a lot, you did not consume all of it. The issue that you were dealing with was threatening to... I did not want what... to consume the Halima. I wanted to consume mm -hmm. his body. Because as long as there is one body and a Halima, 
nobody's gotcha. gonna ask questions gotcha so you consume the double yeah i can i consume okay. the original technically but yes oh, the original okay um you know that the halima was destroyed in this helping you protect uh what was left of pain and the city that the um the creature that you were attempting to end uh was threatening to destroy because halima was electra rogue and the only thing that remains is the heart of the halima which is still housed within this facility still sentient and still working what magic it has left to protect it can someone roll me another 1d4 i'll do it okay a one a one that's din din hello you helped train one of the teen pilots who are they and why do you worry for them Ooh. I think there's a teen pilot by the name of Avery. Okay. Um, Avery, uh, Avery uses they, them pronouns. Okay. Uh, and I think that, uh, uh, the Halima that, uh, they're paired with uh, uses a blade very similar to the one that Din studies with. Uh, and so this, uh, this kid had to learn how to do the precise motions of swordplay. Um, and I think Din took, uh, took them under one of their wings, uh, one of their many, many wings. Literal, <laughs> literal wing. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, and I think that Din feels that sort of it's it was one of the first like human relationships that Din had actually formed with someone. And okay. I think for that reason, Din feels a little bit beholden to this person. Okay. This kid. Like if if this child fails, it is because Din was a bad teacher. Oh, gosh. So much pressure on yourself, Din. Um, all right. So Avery is now here as well. Uh, Commander Payne greets you all and starts briskly, well, as briskly as uh, he can, uh, bringing you inside. You're escorted uh, and security teams are waved off. You don't have to go through the usual thorough checks. And uh, the commander says uh, that um, I'm thankful that you are all here. Uh, I assume that you were briefed on what we do here. I have been here before, so yes. All right, for those who haven't been in here, uh, the pilots uh, here are special teams, handpicked professionals uh, by professional psionics. Uh, and the monsters that connect these pilots are called Halima. Should I continue? Mm, yes, please. 
Sorry. Uh, he, Commander Payne begins giving you the same uh, explanation of the facility that uh, you sat through with um, Agent Yates. And uh, as he does, you pass through the facility and it's explained to you that there doesn't seem to be any discernible difference between the Halima and the Rift monsters that want to destroy the world. For all the years that they've been studying, Commander Payne tells you all that they still don't understand the attacks and why some monsters from the Rift wish to help protect this world. It's a rather strange thing, but one day with the right research, right researchers, We'll figure it out. Well, bully for you then. So I'd imagine that we're all ready to get started at some point here, or? Um, no time like the present. You were saying that there's a pilot missing and a Halima? Yes, uh, Luna Nakahara, uh, one of the youngest teens to be recruited as a pilot, took well to the training, uh, bonded almost immediately with her, her Halima, Hydra Omicron. Hydra Omicron is uh, a unique Halima. Uh, their skin is covered in eyes and a dozen wings of gold and amber cover their back. They unleash sound waves and light storms. With Luna's guidance, the two can use a special sword that channels uh, this power. That is unique. Like a cousin of mine. <laughs> the two were last seen uh, preparing for their launch sequence. Luna was went on comms to deliver. Uh, a message before all of the scanners lost the pilot and the Halima's signature. And at this point, uh, he opens the door to his office and you walk into what is essentially a command deck. There are windows on all sides, but they flicker to reveal that they are screens as well, uh, revealing statistic reports and uh, updates every few minutes on what happened happens on the base. From here, you can see the hangar bay. Uh, you can see he, these large Halima asleep in vats of an amber-colored liquid. Uh, it's translucent, translucent, and, and uh, the commander explains to you that this is what rejuvenates them. Um, there are enorm enormous injector tubes nearby, each tube housing a cockpit for the pilot. But for the pilot, uh, hundreds of people are seen working around the clock scientists engineers you see mechanics other commanders and uh, halimaw carriers Payne goes to his desk and pulls out a recording device and hits play and you hear in what you assume to be luna nakahara's voice the apocalypse comes Together, we will remake this broken world. And you all hear the unmistakable sounds of a person possessed. There is definitely a harbinger involved somehow of this, you are all sure. There's a video to go along with this. 
and you see the uh, pilot and the Halima. It's synced up with the message that the pilot sends back to the base. And then the video flickers. And when it comes back on, there is no sign of either Nakahara or her Halimal. And the Halimal didn't exhibit any sort of teleportation abilities previously? No, not that we're aware of. And I will give you all the locations of the base. There you go. So you will have several places to explore here. You'll have the command deck and hangar bay, which you are at now. The labs, there's the living quarters where the pilots uh, live. There's a treatment ward, which is like their medical bay and the monster graveyard. And our pilot, Luna, um, she didn't exhibit any warning signs, um, no um, signs of distress, possession pri prior to this? No, Luna is the best of the best, brightest we've seen, youngest pilot we've ever had in the program. Exceptional in every way. It's a lot of pressure to put on someone. It's not a job that anyone takes lightly. I'm aware. Well, if we are fully briefed now, it sounds like the living quarters might be the best place to secure a drink. So I'll be going there. I have a question. Yes. Were they around anybody else at the time of their disappearance, or is all that we have just this recording? Uh, well, it was supposed to be a routine practice run for the pilot and their Halimod. There was no need for anyone else to be around simple maneuvers, a bit of training, making sure that there were no signs of disconnection between the two. And the flight team gave everything the all clear? Yes. Did Luna have any friends here at the base? Uh, yes. Uh, they were close to, and he shuffled some papers on his desk. Uh, Malika, Malika Connor, uh, another one of the pilots seems to be taking it uh, rather hard. Uh, <laughs> she's, uh, she's a bit, um, she's a tough kid, but uh, she, and, uh, she and Luna had a uh, connection um Catalina Lee uh was also 
Um, was also close with Luna. Um, you can find him. Where's where's Catalina? Probably hanging around the uh, medical bay. Doesn't like to spend uh, too much time with the other kids, but uh, found Luna to be somewhat comforting. Hmm. Uh, there's another one of our pirate uh, pilots, um, Astro. Uh, little uh, easily spooked, but uh, doesn't uh, does does what's needed as a pilot. Uh, is always there in a pinch. Uh, make sure the job always gets done. There's, um, there's also our operations director. You might want to speak with her as well, Natasha Zamora. Uh, and then, of course, there's the, uh, scientists down in, uh, down in the bay that I would suggest you speak to as well. Uh, there's also, uh, Luna's sister is one of the, uh, is the, well, is the High Priestess, um, oversees rituals and prayers, uh, requiring to re maintain the, uh, protective spell tech, keeping this place under wraps. Uh, I think those would be the most pertinent people. I sort of, Avery's in the room with us right now, right? Uh, no, Avery, uh, the pilot that you know is not in the yeah. room. Okay. Okay, uh, maybe the living quarters might have some clues as to where our pilot disappeared to. Joe, you had a good idea there. I too, too. Uh, well, I'm going strictly for the drinks, but well, you're welcome to work while I um, survey the area. Okay. All right. Well then, uh, Joe's gonna just start heading off. <laughs> okay, uh, you're heading to the living quarters. Is anyone else going? Um, I think. I think did. Yep. Is Dinskell's gonna go to the living quarters? Okay. Um, I think Din will, or not Din, but yeah, that's you. I think Lucius will ask Eden. Um living quarters or did you have somewhere else in mind well if we cover more ground I think the better um I was at least more drawn to maybe going to the treatment ward the treatment ward I think mm -hmm. that that is going to be in a place like this probably one of the better places to start so let us okay. so I I think Lucius will let the others know, like, hey, you guys go to living quarters, we'll go to treatment ward. We've learned we're three missions in at this point. Maybe we should split up and <laughs> look for Divide. more Divide clues. A little bit. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, and I think at that, uh, as they're leaving, Lucius will sort of like put his hand on the on the door frame and turn over his shoulder uh towards the commander uh and just says, I hope you're doing well, Fletcher. 
and we'll continue off. Good to see you too, Lucius. Uh, and okay, so those of you heading to the living quarters, uh, that was Din and Joe. All right. Uh, the living quarters are uh, more spacious and welcoming than you would expect. This almost has the vibe of, like, the friend's apartment. <laughs> like, it's, <laughs> like, it's like, it doesn't make sense that um, it would be this nice in a facility so similar to Division. Uh, but it's very comfortable. There are plush couches and pillows. There's a ping pong table off to the side somewhere they have a uh, foosball air hockey um everything that a like teen could dream of there's several of the latest video game systems that are hooked up to a large tv off on one wall uh, and as you head in here um you see two people uh you see estero rabano uh he him and let me get his picture for you. Show to everyone. Um, and then you recognize uh, the person accompanying uh, him is Avery. I sort of give Avery a nod. They wave excitedly back at you they're uh one of the older teens now in the program it's been three or four years since you've seen them last uh but they look happy and healthy no mutations yet it's been a while avery <laughs> hey Din. oh i i learned some new tricks with my sword you've got to watch me practice later are you gonna be here for very long i think din actually gets like a smile that like is usually very stoic but gets like a smile i'd love to uh we're well we're not here for too long hopefully just enough to find out where your missing team member went and right luna from yeah did you know did you know luna? um a little bit i i mostly hang out with um uh Asterio here um but luna luna's cool um she was always really nice to me, um, but I hung out with uh, Malika and Catalina more. Um, they were something of a trio. Yeah. I can understand that. Um, but I would love to watch you practice if uh, you've learned some new tricks. Ah, oh, cool! Uh, and uh, they get really excited uh and uh introduce you to um Estereo. um Estereo, uh is uh you are all given files on these people as well uh and in the file it was noted that uh he's a inconsistent pilot results wise uh for the most part barely meets the mini minimum requirements to continue piloting. But every so often, he and his Halima Apostle Solar will synchronize past what equipment can measure, and together they can single-handedly defeat even the most ferocious monsters from beyond the rift. They're a rather interesting case as far as these teens go. 
and uh, he greets you. Uh, is this a test? Commander Payne likes having us go through like random tests, and I don't know if they told you, but I don't do well in tests. I should. I should go check on on Solar, if you're gonna test me. This isn't a a test. Um, this is an investigation. Oh. Right. Is there like a is there like a cooler or a refrigerator in this area? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's um there's a there's like a whole little kitchenette. Um, over here with like, there's like the, like the fruit bowl, like tower thing and like snacks and, uh, there's a, there's a refrigerator. Yeah. I, Joe's just just wordlessly going straight there to see if there's Mm -hmm. any beverages and letting Tim do the talking. There are, there's uh, several different kinds of soda, bottled water. Uh, there's juices. There's uh, like a like a healthy energy drink, ver- like, like version of an energy drink. Um, everything is everything is geared towards the tastes of teens, but also a little bit on the healthier side. <laughs> yes, yeah, so I'm just gonna mix the energy drink with some of the. I'm gonna make something. That's like a I'm Red Bull make, and Sprite. Yeah, I'm gonna make this work. Okay, you can definitely do that. Um, Asterio, did you uh know Luna? Uh yeah, I mean there's there's not many of us, so like we all we all know each other. And did you happen to see her the day that she disappeared? Uh, no, I was playing Avery and, uh, Catalina in a, um, in, in a video game. We were playing Splatoon and I was winning. I wanted to play Rocket League because I'm, I'm better at Rocket League, but they insisted on Splatoon. Well, I mean, if you were winning, then... It would be argument. It would be debatable whether or not you're better at Rocket League if you're winning anyway. Right. And there is like that meme of like math equations going across this poor <laughs> kid's face right now. <laughs> um, I'm just. Uh. Would you mind showing me um, where uh, Luna slept? Perhaps I can find some sort of clues as to her mindset, her whereabouts, the night of the... My, I sort of look over at Joe. Making, mixing a drink. My friend will probably wind up doing the same. Oh, I'm going to be completely honest with you, Dan. I have not been paying attention to anything other than this cocktail. What did you need before? What would I be doing? Uh, well, we're supposed to be investigating, right? Oh, did are you done with your turn? Would you like me to go? Um, I, they, they don't. I. A bit of good cop, bad cop, or. 
condemned soul, good angel, or the bad teens angel. are just looking back and forth between the two of you, very confused. You know what? Continue with your cocktail, Joe. Very well. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> can I get you, uh, y'all, to uh, roll in the VTT 1D2 for me? Joe is one, oh, Din is two. Sure. I forgot my establishing question for the area, so let's let's roll back and do that. I got a one. Okay. okay. I'll let you roll it. You got it. Alrighty. Uh Joe, what about the living quarters here do you find beautiful? <laughs> um I I think there is like there's a set of dishes. Like mm -hmm little cups what like he, he likes the mugs that they have the mug collection like okay. joe secretly has a love of mugs like he's the guy that goes to all the starbucks and buys all the city mugs and i think they might have a couple that he's missing and it's it's beautiful and irritating okay <laughs> starbucks city mugs i love it um yeah they have these mugs they have a custom display where they have their little coffee nook but up on the wall there is a cubby built into this beautiful display rack for each mug and they're all just perfectly aligned in their little cubbies so which one of you here is the uh coffee fan uh that would um well we all like hot cocoa um we try to stay away from caffeine but like there's energy drinks in there if you want an energy drink um I'm, also there's some keurig pods okay yeah um any do you ever partake in anything stronger than Hot cocoa, whiskey, bourbon, vodka, gin, wine. You're aware we're all underage, right? Of course, yes. Yeah. Um, also, this is like a science facility, and we kind of have an important job to do right of course yeah i need it here <laughs> <laughs> oh i love this so much can you can one of you just confess to making your friend go missing so i can go home <laughs> Why would we make Luna go missing? I don't know, but that's generally what always happens in these cases. It's somebody that we run into. So can one of you simply confess so I can go home? I had to come here in the midst of a party in which I spent $120,000. And there's nothing here but Red Bull and caffeine-free soda, which is 
completely defeats the point of soda. Um, Din is starting to look around the uh, living area, and I'd like to grasp at a key, please. <laughs> Go for it. Uh, Din, Avery is looking at you like, what the hell? I, I just... <laughs> I just What's sort of wrong guy. I just sort of give Avery this look and just just one of those like head tilts like <laughs> Okay. I missed. Oof. I missed. I will also grasp at a key because I think we could both do that. If that's uh, yeah. okay. Yeah, you okay. Can. Can can I smash that rune button to to that is to get that is up to you, anyway? my friend. You're gonna is, kill us all. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Can you tell me how I'm gonna get closer to becoming a harbinger, lovely storyteller? In the power that emanates from this rift, it would be so easy to harness it, combine it with your celestial power, just spread it all over the lands, take it over, remake the world, heaven on earth. It's so close. You can fix everything that was broken. You just have to reach for it. And you get one key, right? <laughs> I get a key, and guess what, everybody? I hit five runes, so I get to do a rune advancement. Oh boy. That's two. Uh, okay, I got... let's see. You find uh Here we go. As you get this feeling about the rift, suddenly then you are clutching your head and everyone in the room is bending over holding on to their heads you included joe as you all share a psychic flash it's luna's halima struggling trying to maintain the connection between them is strained painful and luna is in immense danger something is wrong and as and um, Eden and Lucius, this affects everyone on the base. This will affect you as well in the area you are in. And I will add that key. And it says painful psychic flashes, so you might get more than one of these. We'll see. I might feel spicy later. Ooh, spicy. I will add that to your chart. Boom. And Joe, you were grasping at a key as well? Yes, and I got a perfect hit. 
a perfect hit. Does that get you two? Uh, no, I think it just gets me one without something bad happening to me. Uh, yeah, it's on a, uh, you uncover a key, the keeper will tell you what it is. All right. <laughs> what makes sense for where you are? <laughs> huh. So for this, I'm going to say that you have both made it over after that psychic flash to Luna's um, room. And as you begin going through everything, Joe, you find a old, one of those old, like, it's like, it's like a hybrid digital notebook. Like, it, like that girl mm. talk thing that was big in the 90s. Yeah. But it's, it's more high tech. Dream keepers. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's the high tech version of that. It's like that times a thousand. Um, and you're able to open it and get access to a few of the messages on there. And you play back a few voice messages that are recorded in it. And they're from Luna. They were never posted anywhere publicly or shared with anyone as far as you can tell. But in all of them, she's talking about the fear that she feels being a pilot here and what the job entails and what it means for her eventually. Eventually she'll age out of the program. And with that comes risks, mutations, becoming a rift creature herself. It could happen to any of them and there's no way to predict what will happen. And she's terrified of that. Boo-hoo. <laughs> Be here. <laughs> I just uh, I hand it after the the big psychic flash, and like I sort of haphazardly catch this uh, key and sort of stash it. Um. Uh, uh, apologies. Uh, thank you both for answering questions. We're I mean, going to try and find your friend. The teens nod. And on that note, let's slide over to Lucius and Eden. Where were you two going? Uh, to the treatment ward. The treatment ward. The treatment ward. Oh, oh. All right. You head to the treatment ward. This is where not only injured pilots who are currently active go, but you see former pilots that have, quote-unquote, aged out of the program, struggling with their mutations, and some retired Hallimaw that can no longer fight, all being cared for here. Can I get you both to roll 1d2? Eden is one. Lucius is two. Okay. Uh, I got a two. Same. All right. 
Uh, who did I say was two? Lucius. Uh, you realize one of the Halima here is a former pilot. When they recognize you, what psychic flashback do you see? Um, the psychic flashback that I see is from the perspective of a student sitting in a or sitting at their desk and their teacher introducing a new member of the facility uh, who is going to be stationed here for a little while, possibly not too much longer. Um, his name is Lucius. Uh, and that will cut to, uh, or I think that like in that flashback, you see that Lucius still has a hardened look on his face, but it hasn't solidified yet. Like he more just has like a stern, but like, I like hello people of the class. Um there's still a a friendly air to him where currently hello, there's feather, not. fellow youths. Exactly. Yeah. That kind of thing. Okay. Yep. Could even be being introduced as like a substitute teacher or something like that. Mm -hmm. A guest lecturer. Yeah. Uh you realize that this pilot was a student you once encountered. And I think Lucius will approach as as close as he's able to. And he has that realization looking at this thing. This is what he saved Fletcher from. This is what ultimately I think he is worried he what would happen to him if his hunger mm -hmm. got out of control. Whether Division would put him down or put him into a cage to be observed. Okay. So I think that there is, as as part of this, I think that there is very much a, a discomfort in knowing that that mm -hmm. happened to somebody that he was a mentor to. Do you try to communicate with them at all? I think he would. I I think okay. that he would or if if not communicate, I think that he would just say very quietly um just you did not deserve to meet this end. I am going to share with you all something on Discord because there is a custom move Try and communicate with the Halima. Let me get this for y'all. Custom move. This is something that any of you can use. It is called Hello Little Monster. When you attempt to connect psychically to a Halima, say what vulnerable memory you offer to them. Spend darkness tokens and roll. On an 8 to 10, you drift into the consciousness of the Halima. Your memories become one for a moment. Choose two. Halima comforts and soothes you. Clear one condition. Halima opens their heart to you. Gain one bond with them. Halima reveals a truth to you. 
ask any one question about a key that you have or uncover a key. On an 11 or above, the Halima sees something in you that terrifies them. Choose. Mark one, mark ruin to allow the harbinger within you to force them into compliance and choose one from above. Do nothing. The Halima will lash out in fear and anguish. On a seven or below, you're about to connect to the Halima and see a t and see tantalizing visions. But then sirens go off and the entire facility goes into lockdown. Keeper will tell you what happens next. Okay. Uh, if that's the case, I'd like to use the custom move to communicate with All the right. Halima. Um, so I am going to do that. It's going to say... Uh, I'm just going to roll with reveal your heart. So that's what's, that's what it's going to say in the, um, in the thing, or I guess there's Go no role it. associated with that. I'll roll with something. Um, so yeah, I don't have any darkness tokens to spend. Uh, and we spend bonds after if we got them, but I don't even think I have any bonds right now. Oh, no, I have yeah. one with the professor that we've been looking for. <laughs> uh, so that's fun for me for later. Fabulous. Eight, a perfect hit. Perfect hit. Okay. So uh, you can choose two. The Halimont comforts and soothes you. Clear one condition. The Halimont opens their heart to you. Gain a bond with them. Or the Halimont reveals the truth to you. Ask any one question about a key you have or uncover a key. I Which think... ones would you like to do? So, um, choose two. Uh, so it is it is based off of sharing a vulnerable memory uh, mm -hmm. with the Halima. And I think that Lucius is going to, he's going to share the memory of being unwanted. Because okay. the Halima and the pilots are the best of the best. They have been scouted. They have been picked. They have been chosen for a reason. Um, so I think that Lucius is going to essentially offer a counter to that of his own experience. Uh, as a means of soothing them. Basically just like, yeah, your life is terrible. But like, it's okay. Like, it could have been worse. Um so I would like to uh, I would like to gain a bond with them uh, and then I would like for it to reveal the truth to me uh, and, in, okay. and in that case um, so our two keys right now are the psychic flash or mm -hmm. is the rift is that one of them um, there was messages from Luna mm -hmm. that were never sent and the painful psychic flash. Okay. The rift um, is just a part of the location. Okay. I am going to, I want, I would like the truth uh, or to ask any question about the, the psychic flash. Um, was the psychic flash the equivalent of a mass text? In that it or like what did do we know if the psychic flash is coming from Luna's Halima? Uh this Halima indicates that yes. Okay. Luna's Halima as the source. 
All right. I think, yeah, Lucius will um, just sort of nod, uh, nod with affirmation towards this majestic creature. Um, and then he will kind of walk towards wherever Eden has found themselves. Yeah. Uh, Eden, what are you looking into? Are you talking to any of the staffers here? There's some scientists, um, some other official looking folk. Yeah, kind of using the suggestion of um, the commander, I would probably be talking to at least a couple of the scientists if I can. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, you actually stumble upon the head scientist. Um, Kaya Rosario, they, them, let me get their, I love her artwork. Ooh. Their artwork is just, yeah. Mwah, chef's kiss. Um, so they are, uh, you actually run into the head scientist. Uh, they wear a lab coat over a bright uh, dress. Goggles push up thick, curly hair. Uh, they are described as having dark skin, fat and round, with eyebrows perpetually raised and a wide smile. Um, Rosario oversees care of the Halima and helps create various tech uh, to assist Halima and their pilots. And... Uh, they greet you. Did you want to talk to Rosario Zero Zero? Uh, yeah, the original Rosario, but um, if it's Halima Info you're after, uh, I'm the clone you need to talk to. Rosario Zero Three at your service. Hmm, but Rosario One Six gives great life advice. If you need that, uh, their shift ends in an hour. Wow, that's a, that's a lot to take in. Um... <laughs> So I'm not entirely sure which um which Rosario would be the best to talk to about the current situation with Luna. Um I'm Eden, by the way. I should have introduced myself. Um we're uh when she says we, um I also Lucious, point yeah. over to Lucius over there. Um mm -hmm. it's like we're um currently assigned to uh, investigate and hopefully help out. Well, I'll uh, help you with anything I can. Um, is there, I guess, I guess, um, hmm. I'm kind of in charge of uh, improving pilot and Halima synchronization. Uh, I, I've had a lot of great success, uh, if you, if you want to hear about that. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's, um, is there a specific question that you have? Well, if you've had really great success, that's that's actually a good point to start at. Um, at least from my understanding, um, you know, Luna's disappearance had a lot to do with maybe something going wrong. Is is there any any record about around that time? I mean, it's always possible. Um, I don't uh, I don't personally have any record of it, and and we've we've looked into it. Uh, one minute they were on the footage and the next gone and 
she sounded very odd in the recording. I, I heard it myself. A few other me's heard it as well. Mm -hmm. I mean, I hadn't heard her before that, but yeah, something, I agree, seemed off. Uh, doctor, I have a question. Mm -hmm. uh, you said that you were in charge of the synchronous success rates, correct? Uh, yes. Yeah, I'd heard mm -hmm. that Luna was uh, one of the better pilots. What was the success rate for synchronization that she was able able to achieve with her Halima? Oh, uh, she was. Well, she was. If anyone could be described as a as a natural, it would have been her. Um, all took to it like a like a fish to water, almost. It was it was miraculous. We learned a lot. Um, they, uh, the, the, the two of them seem to, um, I don't know, they just seem to instantly form a, a connection faster than anyone I'd, I'd seen before. And, hmm. all right. Um, did Luna, she was often out on missions correct did she have any partners that she typically would work with or is this more of a one uh the one pair operation oh no they all go out together mm, okay they they all work as uh, as teams with with a larger team mm. have you ever seen the power rangers I I cannot say that I have no. Oh, um, what about uh, what about Sailor Moon? Lucius just bl like blinks with his one eye. I um, is this like a group thing? Yes. Okay. That's, that's essentially what I'm I'm attempting to illustrate through pop culture. I see. He's really never seen the Power Rangers. I mean, he's he's a little bit more um how do you say it a little more old fashioned um a little bit more classics oh, gotcha. gotcha have you ever watched a western yes okay you know when all of the cowboys in the western get together and they go fight the the evil sheriff magnificent 7 yes Yes, uh, the cowboys plus their horses. That's that's the kids in the group and the the ha That's a really bad okay. analogy, but that's as close as I have to. It's close enough. Okay, I was gonna think because I was gonna say Sherlock Holmes, but I didn't know if uh, that would work because that's only Sherlock and Watson, and uh, that no, that wouldn't work very much. Uh, uh, and um, they start uh, contemplating different ways that they could have described this to you better, <laughs> as you have now stumped. Uh, this researcher. However, as you are having this conversation, there is an alarm that begins going off throughout the facility. And over the intercom speaker, you hear an announcement in a calm and somewhat unnervingly soothing voice calling for all pilots and Halima to report to the monster graveyard immediately. A class five uh incident has been reported must be taken care of post haste and the researcher will explain to the two of you 
that that means something that was once dead has come back to life in the monster graveyard. And this is where the clock will receive its first tick. And we will return next week. Ah! Ah! Oh, no. ah! Yeah, we're gonna go right into combat, y'all. <laughs> Kaiju uh -oh. battle. Kaiju battle. Incredible. Yeah. I'm so excited. This is going to be a great game. But of course, it's always a great game whenever I have folks like y'all on the channel. Hey, Sarah, where can we find you? What do you do? Uh, hey, everybody. I'm Sarah Roberts, a.k.a. The Hype Goblin. You can find me all over the internet uh, running uh, games and doing just silly cosplay stuff uh, over on TikTok and Instagram. Uh, and uh, you're going to be hearing me in some audio dramas coming real soon. Uh, but you can find me here every Sunday night uh, GMing this game on Sunday mornings. You can find me uh, over on my own channel, twitch.tv forward slash the hype goblin, playing as Lucy, who has currently been playing Kyra. Uh, it's complicated. She's a changeling. Uh, in our Pathfinder 2e game run by the wonderful Alyssa Vamp art uh and on thursdays you can find me running a dnd 5e campaign that's about to get really really exciting y'all i cannot wait for the next arc that is coming for these players uh over on my own channel as well uh that uses a whole bunch of homebrew and 5e content from kobold press uh, and highlights as many uh third-party published sources as we possibly can uh in the campaign uh, and uh, those are my TTRPG-related things right now. Also, if you're going to be a PAX, come say hi. I'll be there. Okay, I'm done. I think, that, I think that's me. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, hello, everybody. Uh, I was Joe. Uh, you can find me... Oh, boy. All right. You, on uh, Monday, you can find me over on Stream Punks for our uh, our Predation game. We're, we're playing with a bunch of dinos. Uh, on Tuesdays, you can find me on Alt Haven, which is the same place you can find me on Monday. Uh, we've got a Pathfinder game happening called... Uh, oh, God. What's it called again? <laughs> Whisper something. It's fun. I play an elf, and I do really dope stuff. Whisper uh, beyond. Yeah, that's the one. Uh, every Friday, you can find me over on uh, Gen Con TV, where I host Table Takes. Uh, and then every Saturday morning, you can find me on Critical Misses uh, for uh, Morning Ritual. Our guest this week is I Don't Know. <laughs> and when I get one, I'll tell you. <laughs> That's a cool name. <laughs> If you know a guy who's free on Saturdays, I'm working if you on need it. one, I know a guy. Our guest yeah. this Saturday is indoors. <laughs> yes, I'll do it. It's very uh, tough. I'm not, I'm not joking. I'm not kidding. Yeah. We'll, Hooray! We'll book it. it. It's just that simple. Like it's I'm done. I've been how I ended up a morning ritual. Too. <laughs> just ask. Low key, I've been wanting you on there. I just don't handle booking anymore. So hey, that's fair. <laughs> this Saturday, we got it. You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> Breaking news. We're professional. <laughs> I guess that leaves me, the unprofessional one. Hi, I'm Anita. Uh, you can find me everywhere at Panita. I'm also the channel runner for Critical Misses. Uh, and you can find me on Morning Ritual there on Saturdays, where our guest is apparently... Simon from Indoor Adventures. Uh, so other than that, you can find me on Tuesdays uh, over on uh, Modifius for a Star Trek Adventures game. Uh, you can also find me on Whispers Beyond uh, for on Alt Haven. Uh, and 
Uh, I'm also on Start Playing Games. So if you want me to run a game for you, you can find me there. And I can run a game for you. You pay me money, I give you game. That's it. Yeah. Uh, that's it for me. I think that is me next. Probably. Okay, hi everybody. It's me, Sir Hecklock. You know, I'm here. I'm on your screen. And as per usual, tonight I played Eden. Um, who she, they pronouns. Um, you can find me pretty much anywhere on the internet at Sir Hecklock, including Twitch, Itch, I guess technically Twitter. I do more Blue Sky now. Um, I'm just kind of all over the place. Uh, just find me. It's the best place to figure out where I'm going to be in the TTRPG space next because I tend to wander a whole lot. Um, most notably for this coming week, um, you can catch me over on Exquisite Corpse Presents on Tuesday the 24th. Um, we'll be playing Triptych where we're all a bunch of alumni art students that uh, are sharing a big dark secret and uh, someone has figured it out and we need to make sure they don't reveal that secret or bad, bad things will happen. <laughs> so it's going to be wild. Um, I'm very, very excited for that game. Um, you can find me on a whole bunch of other channels, including uh, Neon Lights Roleplay, Enchanting Sorcery, Singularity Roleplay. Um, just follow me on the socials because uh, that's the place where I'm not going to be shutting up about it the most. Um, I do a bunch of other things like graphic design. Uh, my portfolio is attached there. Um, you get cool updates like when I release games. Like uh, this month I released uh, Final Girl Simulator, um, which is a two-player GM-less game where one person plays a killer and then another person plays a final girl. Um, and it's all about figuring out if uh, she's going to be able to escape or if the haunt is going to win because it's the Haunted Mansion edition um it's it's a good time um and i can't wait to be able to play it at some point um but i'm very busy we'll see um but yeah that's enough for me and if you've made it this far you probably already know who i am but if you don't hey acorns what's up it's me your buddy your pal your friend the indoor adventurer the showrunner here at twitch.tv slash indoor adventures we do shows like this on monday at 5 30 p.m pacific standard time and on sunday at 3 p.m pacific standard time or pacific daylight time we voted to end it and now congress is taking its time uh so pacific time i'm just gonna call it that from now on whatever the most current version of that is uh if this is your first time joining us, you can go, you can go to youtube.com slash indoor adventures to check up on our after show called Knights in the Courtyard, where we answer questions not only from each other, but also from the community. Uh, so if you have any questions for myself or any of these other fine folk, feel free to again join us at patreon.com slash indoor adventures. Oh, and I, I, I forgot. Apparently I'm going to be a guest uh, on on uh, Morning Ritual this Saturday. Silly me. How, it's been planned for so long. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, and I'm also, really excited. Also, if there's one thing that you go and you watch on Indoor Adventures YouTube channel, it better be the last episode of Wild Beyond the Witchlight. Yeah. You can watch me cry for an entire episode. It's glorious. <laughs> Look, there are a lot of episodes of various games where a lot of people cry. And if you tune in tomorrow on Monday night's game, I will be crying a lot. Oh, uh, because we have two sessions left of our uh, levels 1 through 20 campaign. And it's been a fucking ride. Uh, so get ready for that. But for now, nice in the courtyard time. We are going to be heading out. I wanted to say again, thank you to everybody who decided to stop by because we couldn't do shows like this without viewers. Damn it. That's not the end of this. We're leaving. The show's <laughs> over. Good night. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>